What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Jesus is a Follow me. Follow me. Follow me. 
Hello, everyone. This is Kingdom Empowerment Inc. Radio, KEIFM.com, and the program is Kingdom Key Spirit, Soul, and Body Series. How are you doing? Hope you are doing good. Today, we are going to talk about quarantine and isolation. It's God's way, meaning we can find it in the scripture. Hallelujah. Let's go ahead and let's begin right away. Father, we just thank you today. We thank you, Lord, for all that you do for us, pandemic or not pandemic. You are still God. You are sitting on the throne. We are in your hands, Lord. We thank you for Jesus. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. We are here today, as always. Teach us, guide us. Mothers, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Give God the glory, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> now, amidst the confusion and the fear and all the worry that we have today, especially in the world, we see that there's increasing lackadaisical uh, attitude among people, especially the young believers. So this makes life very difficult for others to to live. You know, as a believer or as a Christian who is faithful. Our life is always centered in the life, the promises of God. Then, if we know that our life depends on God, then we need to remember all these things that the quarantine and the isolation, they are quite biblical ways. It's God's way, God's plan for those who are sick and as well as others who may be exposed to those kinds of sickness, especially when those sickness are communicable disease or infectious disease. So we try to go over them uh, slowly. Now, when you go to the scripture, you will observe that the Israelites, forefathers, they practice self-isolation, or maybe you call it isolation or quarantine, since their time as slaves in Egypt, until they reached the promised land, they were still doing it. Where Moses ended up, uh, uh, Moses and the, uh, the, the, the priest were uh, acting as uh, first uh, public health officials or call it doctors or nurses. So in, in, in the book of Leviticus, Moses, guided by Yahweh, that is our Lord God, lay out guidelines on how to deal with leprous infection. I hope you know leprosy. It's one of, um, it's one of the... Uh, uh, communicable disease 
infectious disease. So let's go to the book of Leviticus. And I'm going to read from verse 1. Hallelujah. I'm going to read from verse 1. And before I do that, let me quickly talk about um, this is almost escape, escaping me. For those who is trying, who is still trying to grasp the meaning of quarantine, if you already don't know the meaning, then don't worry about it. Okay, this is just for people who don't know. It's it's um, a simple uh, definition. is a state or period or a place of isolation in which people or animals that have arrived from elsewhere or been exposed to infectious or contagious disease at place, okay, um, uh, impose isolation on a person or animal. In other words, a quarantine is a restriction on the movement of people and goods, which is intended to prevent the spread of disease or pest. It is often used in connection to disease and illness, preventing the movement of those who may have been exposed to a communicable disease but do not have a confirmed medical diagnosis. Okay? So that is... uh, Now, things are for people or group who don't have symptoms but were exposed to the sickness. A quarantine keeps them away from others so they don't unknowingly infect anyone. Which means we may we may we may we may use quarantines in this way, for example, when we have outbreaks when there is a sudden rise in the number of cases of a disease like we have so far in, the, in, the, in, the, in this, uh, uh, in where we are having this coronavirus all over. Epidemics that is similar to, this is similar to outbreak, but generally considered larger and more widespread. Now, pandemics, this is larger than epidemics, generally global in nature, and affect more people. So I have listed quarantines being used in three, three different ways. For example, I, I listed outbreaks, where there is sudden rise in the number of cases of a disease. Number two, epidemics. This is similar to outbreaks, but generally considered larger are more widespread. Then number three, pandemics like we are having so far in respect with coronavirus. This is larger than epidemics, generally global in nature and affect more people. And and it is we've just heard now that Prince Charles uh, in UK has also tested positive to this coronavirus. Now, what's the difference between this isolation and quarantine? 
while isolation serves the same purpose as quarantine, it resides for those who are already sick. That is, it, it, it removes one from, from those who are not sick. That is being isolated from those people who are not sick. It means the removal of somebody who is sick from those who are not sick. Okay, so it serves the same. It is reserved for those who are already sick. Now it keeps infected people away from healthy people to prevent the sickness from spreading. So the idea is to keep people who who are not sick. To be free from sickness, so that it don't keep spreading. You know, like uh, uh, you have an orange that is already with mildew or fungus infected, or is getting rotty. Right, other oranges around is to remove that one that is already spoiled and put it somewhere so that it don't keep on infecting other other ones. Okay, so let's get now into the scripture, Leviticus. I hope that helps, okay, a little bit. Um, Leviticus chapter 13. I'm going to read from verse 1. Now, realize they've left Egypt. Okay, and the Lord spoke from verse 1. And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, When a man has on the skin of his body a swelling, a scalp, or a bright spot, and it becomes on the skin of his body like a leprous sore, then he shall be brought to Aaron, the priest, or to one of his sons, the priest. The priest shall examine like a nurse or a doctor, okay, examine the sore on the skin of the body. And if the hair on the sore has turned white and the sore appears to be deeper than the skin of his body, it is, it is, it is a leprous sore. Then the priest shall examine him and pronounce him unclean. Verse 4. But if the bright spot is white on the skin of his body and does not appear to be deeper than the skin and its hair has not turned white, then the priest shall isolate the one who has the sore seven days. Okay? As the priest will now remove that one for seven days and quarantine that person for seven days. Verse 5. And the priest shall examine him on the seventh day, and indeed, if the sore appears to be as it was, and the sore has not spread on the skin, then the priest shall isolate him another seven days. Isn't that amazing? Then number 6. Then the priest shall examine him again on the seventh day. And indeed, if the sore has faded and the sore has not spread on the skin, 
Then the priest shall pronounce him clean. It is only a scalp, and he shall wash his clothes and be clean. But if the scalp should at all uh, spread over the skin after he has been seen by the priest for his cleansing, he shall be seen by the priest again. Verse 8. And if the priest sees that the scalp has indeed spread on the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him clean. It is a leprosy. Hallelujah. So we've seen this on the scripture that uh, isolation or quarantine was for the purpose of protecting the community until a diagnosis was reached. In this case, the patient was already diagnosed as unclean, which meant uh, he had to live outside the camp. Outside what? The camp. So now let's go to verse 46. Okay, verse 46. But let's start from verse 45. Okay. We thank God for Jesus. Now, the the uh, uh, verse 45, okay? Now, the leper on whom the saw is, the leper on whom the saw is, I mean, to really get a, a good, uh, um, I mean, to really enjoy, I will encourage you to read the whole of uh, um, Levit- Leviticus chapter 13. Is very good. Now, verse 45 says, Now the leper on whom the saw is, his clothes shall be torn and his hair bare, and he shall cover his mustache and cry, Unclean, unclean. Verse 46. He shall be unclean all the days he has the saw. He shall be unclean. He is unclean, and he shall dwell alone. His dwelling shall be outside the camp. You see that? You see that? So it it is uh, not even um, the people saying you are clean, but himself will be saying, uh, I am unclean. I am unclean. I am unclean. And... uh, uh, the, the idea is so that other people don't come near and be infected with the it's um it's, uh the, the the seven day period of quarantine and uh, a second examination were required sometimes just to make sure that the person is cured. Okay, so the person will keep on staying there. Uh, until he's healed, okay, and then at that time he will be brought to the priest. You see, the priest was responsible for diagnosing the uncleanliness, and uh, so it was necessary for him to uh, perform some of those rites, those sacrifices, those days. Okay, so this is. Uh, what has been going on, and 
the scientific communities is uh, applying the same strategy to uh, all, all of us today in different countries. Some countries are locked down. Uh, many um, only essential uh, people uh, are allowed to go to to places. You can still get groceries. You can still get some medicine. Uh, you can still get food. Uh, especially uh, people who are manufacturing food and so on and so forth. Uh, nurses, doctors are also allowed to go to uh, to work to help out. Okay, so this is for our own goals. This is uh, this. It's in the scripture. Let us not try to uh, argue it. I remember I was uh, I was talking with some groups uh, last week, and uh, this guy uh, was arguing. He was saying that uh, again the scripture. Uh, it's against that, this and that. Why would they do this, this and that? Um, why, why close schools? Uh, why close churches? Uh, it, it's a good Christian. Yeah, it's a good Christian. But he was saying, uh, Peter uh, refused uh, similar. I said, this is not a case of Peter. Uh, they are not telling you not to worship your God. They are saying, spreading it. And it's for the purpose of reducing the rate of spread. We have to uh, close churches, close schools, because we don't know who is sick. We don't know who has the coronavirus. So the best way is to begin to close those places where we have mass gathering so that we don't continue to spread it. And when we continue to spread it, it's very hard to to curtail. There are so many people with uh, uh, low immunity and not able to suppress this virus. So it becomes very challenging for the government and even for you and I. It becomes very hard to um, to curtail. See, so there's another uh, another um, term they are using: uh, social distancing, where uh, where you have to uh, uh, avoid large gatherings. See, so if you're around people, uh, your fellow employee, fellow uh, church member, group, uh, family, you keep away from each other. Six feet or two meters between you and the other person. You see? So it's much like we applying common sense. You see? Common sense. So uh, just just way of saying Maybe the, the the virus 
will not be able to come near to me with his in the air. Okay, maybe somebody has been coughing, or somebody is sneezing, uh, uh, somebody who is sick, uh, because they are saying it's in those pockets of samples in the air, and within six feet you might be safe. Okay, so it's for our own goals. So. And I was talking to this guy. He was saying, no, this is Peter. No, I said, this is not Peter's type of. Peter's type of was, they are saying, we don't want you to mention that name. don't want you to talk about it. We don't want you to preach about it. This is very different. So let us not try to argue about this. This is for our own goals. For us not to Jesus when it is not time. <laughs> we want to meet him when it is time. We don't want we don't want to meet him when he says, What are you doing here? I have asked you to do some some job, some some work. I have asked you to do this, do that, but you never do it, but you are here. Why are you here so sudden? So but we want to go there. Uh, when it is time, hallelujah, and may the Lord help us to reach there, meet him when it is time, in his own time. You know, when it, when it is just beautiful, everything looks beautiful, everything looks sweet, hallelujah. So we are not to hurry our going there. Uh, we should not be the one that is on, on our, uh, doing it. But let his purpose do it, his timing do it. Hallelujah. So if this is good for us, okay, social distancing, isolating, uh, quarantine. So this, these are just things that we have to live by today, okay? So you saw um, kinds of stuff. Uh, that we have to live by, and you begin to feel fear. So why fear is normal? Uh, uh, reading the Word of God, educating ourselves, is a great way to balance up the anxiety, the fear. Of course, there will be fear, there will be anxiety, but we have to balance it up. Okay? Those fears, those anxiety, worries, we are human beings. So we have to read the word of God, stay in faith, and don't be like uh, we are not uh, 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 knowing who we are. Okay? And one of the things I just want to say before I uh, try to to something is, is uh, when we don't obey, you know, the the government is is there to make sure that we obey. You know, God, every government is ordained by God. So we have to obey the law. We have to not disobey. We have to obey the law. Okay? I, I know... Uh, Many people have been arrested 
when they said don't go to church they start they start they they, they still continue one day one week um maybe one month it will not no it will not make you go to heaven or meet Jesus see so the idea is having God in your heart having God in our hearts is the most important that is you sit down yourself and study the word of God very important see very very important I agree that we have to meet, we have to associate, we have to fellowship with one another. It's in a, uh, <clears throat> we have to still obey the law. We have to be obedient, child of God. So the government will be equipped to arrest whoever goes against the the law and they can fine us and they can imprison us so government are mandated to do all those kinds of stuff okay hope that uh, as well so one of the things i need to say is um, jesus also practice quarantine or isolation as you may call it. He also, okay, he also did. Father, we give you all the praise. Now, before I go there, actually, let me talk about uh, in the numbers, uh, you know, in number, the God of the the uh, 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 Yahweh also instructed Moses to um, to instruct the Israelites to remove from the camp anyone with an eruption or a discharge and anyone defied by cause. So they are to put these kinds of people outside the camp so that they do not defy the camp of those in whose midst they dwell. So there are other several uh, biblical verses that prove that quarantine has been a way of life since time innumerable. So we cannot, we, we, we are, we are, we are, um, Let's, let, let me talk about Miriam. I hope you, you guys remember Miriam in Numbers chapter 13. Okay? If you guys can remember Miriam. Miriam is a very... Uh, Miriam is a very simple case. Miriam chapter 13. <clears throat> You chapter 13 or chapter 11. Okay. Let's see. Okay, I got messed up. <laughs> uh, 
Let's see. Let's see what is it. Mm. Okay. Um. I know, lost, lost this. Twelve, I mean, okay, twelve. Okay, uh, Numbers chapter twelve. Okay. Okay, I'm going to read now. Okay, I'm going to read from verse one. Then Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married. For he had married an Ethiopian woman, verse 2. So they said, Has the Lord indeed spoken only through Moses? Has he not spoken through us also? And the Lord had it, verse 3. Now the man Moses was very humble, more than all men who were on the face of the earth. Suddenly, the Lord said to Moses, Aaron and Miriam, Come out, you three to the tabernacle of meeting. So the three came out. Verse 5. Then the Lord came down in the pillar of cloud and stood in the door of the tabernacle and called Aaron and Miriam. And they both went forward. Then he said, Hear now my words. If there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, make myself known to him in a vision. I speak to him in a dream, not so with servants, not so with my servants, Moses. He is faithful in all my house. Verse 8. I speak with him face to face, even plainly, and not in dark sayings. And he sees the form of the law. Why then were you not afraid to speak against my servant, Moses? The question said, Why then were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? And that that question was not answered. So, verse 9. So the anger of the Lord was aroused against them and he departed. Can you imagine when the anger of the Lord arose and he leaves? It's terrible. The worst ever understand. and when the cloud departed from above the tabernacle suddenly Miriam became leprous as white as snow and yes she was a leper first level so Aaron, Aaron said to Moses oh my lord please do not lay this sin on us in which we have done foolishly and in which we have seen the strength. Please do not let her be as one dead, whose flesh is half consumed. When he comes out of his mother's womb, 13. So Moses cried out. So Moses cried out to the Lord, saying, Hear her, O Lord, I pray. 
Then the Lord said to Moses, If our father had if our father had but spit in her face, would she not be shamed seven days? Let her be shut out of the camp seven days, and afterwards she may be received again. Verse fifteen. So Miriam was shut out of the camp seven days. And the people did not journey till Miriam was brought in again. Verse 16. And afterwards, the people moved from Hazareth and camped in the wilderness of Haram. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we see that, that, uh, uh, that the delay in moving the camp for uh, for the seven days of Miriam's isolation indicates the high regard that Moses and the people had for Miriam. So we see that the isolation was also performed in the life of Miriam and he was shut out in the camp for seven days until she was brought in again and it was after that they were able to uh, continue their journey okay so that is very important and if you uh, if if you want to read more uh, um, I read uh, Deuteronomy chapter 23 uh, from 10 to 11. Uh, and Second uh, Kings chapter 7 verse 3 and uh, Second Chronicles chapter uh, one. Okay. So these are all scriptures for us to read. Okay. And Second Kings chapter fifteen verse five. Okay. He said the Lord struck the king so that he was a leper the day of his death, and he lived in a separate house while Jotham, the king's son, was over the household judging the people of the land. Hallelujah. Do you know what Jesus also practiced social isolation? He also practiced isolation many, many times. Many, many times. You know, he we he, he uh uh there are times where he has to leave his even his disciples and goes into the mountains just by himself alone. He tells them go to the other side, and he uh, they were in the boat, and he was in the mountain by himself. You see, it's not that he was sick, just social isolation, social uh, uh, isolate himself to pray. Not that he was sick, just to pray. So there are also. Many examples in the New Testament that prove that even Jesus 
observe social isolation as a way to meditate and to pray. Though most of us are being forced by this corona uh, COVID-19 outbreak to practice uh, self-quarantine and isolation. However, this is a testing time for us to draw even more closer to God. Now, many of us are at home. What do we do? I'm encouraging one of, uh, every one of us to get in the Word of God now and begin to read and pray. Begin to read and pray. Get closer to God. It's not just a time to complain to Mama, oh, I should have been in the church, I should have been there, I should have been this, that. No, it's a time now to get even closer to God. Let's stop complaining, stop murmuring, let's stop worrying, let's stop all kinds of those things that will not lead us to God. Let's rather, let's focus on reading the Word of God and praying with the Word of God and praying. If you can fast, fast. Um, one day, two day, three day, okay. With meal, Without meal, drink water. Or you can maybe you skip one meal. It's also good. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's whatever the Lord speaks to you, you do. Don't do it because you hear uh, somebody is doing it. But the Lord will tell you what type. There are some time uh, if you are uh, if if you are so connected to a particular thing that might be your your thing you need to fast from. For example, you are so connected to coffee, then you fast from coffee, then you fast from TV. If you are so connected to a particular, maybe meat, then you fast from meat. You see, Daniel was so connected with that, and he fasted from meat. So whatever you are so connected with, fast from it, and let God do his own. So let God speak to you what kinds of fasting that you want to get on with and read the word of God and pray. See? So in the book of Luke chapter four, from verse one to two, so we see Jesus after getting baptized, spent forty days praying in the wilderness. You see? So he spent forty days praying in the wilderness. He is our example. Then I'm going to read from verse 1. Then Jesus, that is Luke chapter 4, verse 1. Then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. See, was led by what? The Spirit into the wilderness. Being tempted for 40 days, by the devil. And in those days, he ate nothing. Afterwards, when they had ended, he was hungry. So he was left there as his, as his, you know, his life was always going to the mountain to pray most of the time by himself. Now, this one he has been, he's, he's been sent there, uh, left there by 
the spirit. That is by the spirit of God. And the devil was there also to make sure that he failed. Thank God he didn't fail. Okay? So he was tempted by Satan. He was with the wild animals. But we thank God that angels attended him. Angels were there with him. The same with us. When we are led by the Spirit of God, like I was telling you, angels will attend you. When the Lord asks you to fast, to read the word of God, to pray, angels will attend to you. Just make sure that it's God telling you to, to do it. Okay? So he will help you. He will guide you on the best way to do it. Hallelujah. So he was there by himself. He was not with anyone. He was by himself for 40 days. Very important for us to learn from. So this is not punishment. Rather, it's for us to get even more closer, provide time for you to read the word of God, time for you to pray. Okay? For some of us, there's no income coming, but the Lord knows. He will care for you. You will not hunger. Hallelujah. He will provide. Hallelujah. We thank God for the life he's giving us. We cannot equate life to money. Okay? You know, the coronavirus, the COVID-19 pandemic has forced millions of world people from the U.S. to Asia, Africa, uh, just name it, to stay indoors in isolation. See? So we must remember once again that these measures are aimed at not just helping yourself, but more importantly, others. You know, the death toll is rising every day. And it's just just unbelievable. When you hear, like Italy, uh, just in a day, you hear about 700 people die. It's amazing. What What is this? You see? Just like, what? Cockroaches? No. And one of the ways we need to stop it is to begin to practice uh, health practices where we have to wash our, uh, our hands, um, some said every 20 minutes, wash your hand with soap. Um, no shaking hands milk, uh, for the moment, no hugging for the moment. Uh, practice social distance, six feet, and um, keep away from people for the meantime, and don't stay in the gathering. And uh, um, if you know you are sick, isolate, and uh, all these things, please, we need to be able to uh, uh, not spread it around. Make sure we help ourselves, help others, help the government do their work and be obedient child of his in the name of Jesus. So for the remaining time that we have now, we just want to pray. Let's keep ourselves in prayer. <clears throat> Let's keep our brothers, our sisters, 
our neighbors, our community. Let's pray for the government. They are just human beings. Okay? Let's pray for them as well. Father, we thank you. We bless you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We just want to lift everyone into your hands, Spirit of Living God. We thank you, Father. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for you. You are God. You are sitting on the throne. In the name of Jesus. We thank you for your spirit. Guide us to the Lord. Mold us, O God. We are here. In the name of Jesus. Keep us, O God. Protect us, O God. From this coronavirus. Immune us, O God. In a mighty way, O God. That they cannot come in contact with us. In the name of Jesus. Father, we know that your blood was shed for us on the cross. Father, we now take that blood upon ourselves, O God. We cover ourselves in the name of Jesus. We dip ourselves with the blood of Jesus. We dip our brothers and sisters, our listeners, in the blood of Jesus. We dip our family with the blood of Jesus. We lift our, uh, dip our children in the blood of Jesus. We dip uh, our neighbors in the blood of Jesus. We dip every friends, every relatives in the blood of Jesus. <clears throat> Excuse me. We dip the police, the government in the blood of Jesus. They need your help, Lord. They need your direction. Help them, O oh God, to administer well, to rule well. Intervention in the government. God intervention in the administration of coronavirus pandemic. Help them, O oh God. Direct them, O oh God. Give them hope where there's hopelessness. Give them peace where there's no peace. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, O God, for those who are already sick. We cancel you, coronavirus, in their body, COVID-19 virus. I cancel you from their body. I flush you out from the body. I flush you out in the name of Jesus. Wherever you are hiding, in the blood, in the fluid, in the bones, in the organs, wherever you are, be flushed out in the name of Jesus. Be flushed out, you virus. Be flushed out in the name of Jesus, your coronavirus. Wherever you are in the body, no matter where you are, that's not your dwelling place to where you belong in the name of Jesus. Be flushed out in the name of Jesus. Be flushed out from the body. Be flushed out from everywhere. There's no hiding place for you in the name of Jesus. Be flushed out. Be flushed out. Be flushed out. Be it in the brain. Be it in the cells. Be it in the bones. Be it in the blood. Be it in the in the in the fluid, be it in the organs, wherever you are, there's no hiding place for you. You virus, you are an, an enemy. Be flushed out in the name of Jesus. Be flushed out in the name of Jesus. 
be flushed out in the name of Jesus. Be flushed out in the name of Jesus. We flush out in the name of Jesus. There's no hiding place for you. We cancel your symptoms. We cancel you, your sickness. We cancel you, your pandemic. We flush out in the name of Jesus. Whatever the Father has not planted, whatever the Father has not planted in the body, we flush out in the name of Jesus. We flush out in the name of Jesus. Whatever the Lord has not planted, Whatever Jesus has not planted, whatever the Spirit of God has not planted, whatever the Father has not planted, be flushed out in the name of Jesus. Be flushed out from our body. Be flushed out from every part of our body. Be flushed out from our home. Be flushed out from our work. Be flushed out from our career. Be flushed out from our church. Be flushed out from every area we belong in the name of Jesus. Be flushed out. Be flushed out in the name of Jesus. Be flushed out in the name of Jesus. Anyone worry at fear. Father, you are the one that gives peace. Peace beyond human understanding. Father, I pray for peace in the name of Jesus. We cover ourselves with the peace of you allow your peace is what we need your peace oh god it's not like the world gave your peace is what we need in the name of jesus peace in the midst of worry peace in the midst of fear we receive your peace in the name of jesus we receive your peace in the name of jesus receive the peace of god right now receive the peace of god right now Receive the peace of God right now. Receive the peace of God right now. Receive the peace of God right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, for those of us who are not obedient, I pray, O oh God, give us the spirit to be obedient. I cancel every spirit of opposition, the spirit that try to argue, the spirit to try to argue binding. Father, receive that spirit of obedience that will be able to be obedient like you were obedient when you were here in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We bless you. We give you glory in the name of Jesus. I'd like to end with Psalm 121, okay? Let's go to Psalm 121, okay? <clears throat> Excuse me. Psalm 121. Hallelujah. We also need your prayer. Pray for us. Pray for Reverend Dr. Donna Gani, our president of KERFM. Pray for her. Pray for the family. Pray for the ministry. And we need your prayer in every area, in every form. And God will really bless you because we are all partners and a team in the work of God. Hallelujah. Now, let's use Psalm 21, and we will conclude with this Psalm 21. He said, I will lift up my eyes to the hills. Where is this hill? Is it, is, is the Lord God, the holy city? Isn't that amazing? Is the Lord God. So we will lift ourselves to him from whom come comments 
out from whence comes my help. Our help comes from him. See, our help, I'm going to personalize it yourself, okay? So from whence comes my help, from whence comes your help, our help. My, my help or our help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Verse 3, he will not allow your foot to be moved. He will not allow my foot to be moved. He will not allow our foot to be moved. He who keeps us will not slumber, snooze. He will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. So he who keeps you, who keeps us, shall never slumber nor sleep. It's not sleeping like us, we sleep. It's not sleeping. Okay? So, verse 5, the Lord is our keeper. Nobody is keeping us. He is our keeper. The Lord is our keeper. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is my keeper. The Lord is our keeper. And the Lord is our shade at our right hand. And if I should add, the Lord is our shade at our left hand, in our front, in our back, when we are asleep, when we are in dreaming, the Lord is uh, uh, our shade at our uh, uh, at our right hand. At the Lord is our shade when we are dreaming, when we are asleep, wherever we are. The Lord is our shade. It's our protector. It's our banner. It's Jehovah Nisi. Okay, He will protect. He will guide you. Hallelujah. He says, the sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. See, the Lord, the sun shall not strike me by day, or the Lord shall not strike us by day or by night. The Lord will be with us. Hallelujah. The Lord will always what? Be with us. Hallelujah. So the moon nor the moon by night. No, he will not. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. COVID-19 or coronavirus-19 is an evil. So he will, not, he will not allow it to come near you. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve us from all evil. He shall preserve our soul, shall preserve our body from all kinds of pandemic, sickness, or whatever they call it. In the name of Jesus, the Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in, your lying down and rising up. In the dream, the Lord shall protect you, shall preserve you, shall guide you. In the name of Jesus, from this time forth and even forevermore. Hallelujah. So we lift you, we are leaving you in the hands of the Holy Spirit right now. And he will keep you, guide you, and protect you in the name.